back to the Vice Versa podcast. This is Allison. And this is Ashley. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We were on a pretty long hiatus. I, we know. Um, we were slacking. No. Um, we had a lot to do. Well, um, we took a break for the holidays. Yeah, because it was, one, it was my birthday. Then we had New Year's. And then, like, you know. Christmas. Yeah, we were just spending time with family and friends. So, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty, pretty fun. How, how was your weekend, guys? They can't respond. You know, I was giving them time to respond. <laughs> but hope it was great for you guys. Hope you guys had like a good holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, hope you guys had a good new year. And I hope you all have like a wonderful year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I have a great topic for us to talk about today. Oh. Well, it's not great, but this shit hasn't been like eating away at my mind since I heard about it. Okay. So, what is like the safest place in your opinion, like to live in? For me, I'd say Canada. Oh, like you meant like a country? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about a house or something. Oh no. <laughs> um. Um. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I, I don't know. I guess um. I guess here. Here? You would say yeah, America? Yeah, America, yeah. Okay, so I have to disagree with you because for me, I'd say Canada, right? Because not that much happens in fucking Canada, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the most they get is snow. Okay. And it's pretty peaceful. I think statistically they have, like, less serial killers and stuff like that. So. Okay. This is why this shit has been eating me up because this fucking thing takes place in Canada. It actually is located in Canada. Oh, okay. So, have you ever heard of the Headless Valley? No, I have not. So, the Headless Valley is located in fucking um, Canada. Uh, It's in Fort Smith, um, which I think is like northwest in like uh, the Canadian region. But essentially, it's like a national fucking park. It's actually known as Nahani Valley. But people have nicknamed it the Headless Valley because of how many fucking headless bodies they found inside of like the, that national park that's crazy yeah so it's a national park uh it's like about i think 12 miles of like square fucking wilderness and they have like several fucking cave systems the cave systems um from the ones they've actually recorded which by the way is like a handful i think it's like about 28 um are go as deep as like 3,300 feet so it's pretty deep and What's actually weird about it is that only a fucking, like, handful of people actually go, like, per year. It's, like, about a thousand people per year. And even then, like, it's hard to get there. Like, you either have to take a fucking plane you or you have to take a boat. And even then, you need, like, uh, in some cases, like, the government's permission to go. Oh, so it's, like, a restricted area? Yeah, but it's okay. a national forest. Like, it's hard to get in there. It wasn't always fucking like this. So, essentially, I think in... 13,000 BC, um, fucking, uh, there were natives that lived there. So in America, we call them, um, Native Americans, but in Canada, they call them First Nations. So for the sake of don't fucking laugh, it's what they want to be called. She was smiling. So (laughs) this is what we're going to do. I'm going to call them First Nations for the nest, for the rest of the episode. Okay. So if any of y'all get confused for First Nations, Native Americans, same thing. Okay. So, uh, the First Nations that lived there, right? So they had a Dan- Danny tribe or Dene, um, 
I wasn't so sure what the pronunciation was. I've checked. Everybody says a different one. They either say Dene or Danny. So I'm going to say Dene because it just it sounds, I don't know, it just sounds Correct. better. Yeah. Okay. So there was a Dene tribe and then there was also a tribe which the valley is named after, the Naha tribe, right? So it was said that the Dene tribe had beef with the Naha tribe because the Naha tribe apparently were like... A, a tribe of like giants that were like fucking brutal warriors and all they've Ooh. ever did was like pillage and like kill all their men and they would like take the women and children oh like vikings yeah so they yeah like vikings so they were just like fucking ruthless right so one day the dene tribe they're like we're done with this like we don't want to fucking deal with them anymore we need to fight back so you know what the dene tribe did they planned an attack right so it said that when they marched to the Naha, like, village, like, the campsite, they were not there. Nobody was there. So, they went in the middle of the night, and, like, nobody was there. Like, they saw the fires were still on. There was still food in, like, some of the pots. Their, like, beds were made and all that stuff. Their stuff was still there. But there was not a soul, not a single person or animal oh. in the area. And they said, it was, like, it was said um, that it was, like, apparently quiet. Like, they just vanished. And, like, That's they waited wild. for them. Yeah, they waited for them because they were like, nah, they probably, like, fucking around with us. They waited for them for, like, days upon months and weeks. But nothing fucking turned up. Like, they never showed up. Now, as a dismissal, they believed that it was, like, the work of, like, white-faced or pale-faced demons, as they called them, that lived in the area. Like, because um, the like Dene... Vampires and Yeah, stuff. no, because the Dene people believed that, like, they are, like monsters and fucking like ghosts and spirits that inhabit Nhani Valley mm-hmm. right there might be but the only reason I'm kind of like mm, about that because there is documentation that proves that the Naha tribe actually might be what we know in America as the Navajo because around that time uh like it kind of corresponds around the time that the Navajo actually started to appear in like you know um America so it's speculated that the Naha might have left Canada to come here. But even then, like, you know, it's kind of weird because why would you leave Canada where there's like plenty of food, water, and this fucking nice ass place that you live in to come here to live in like one of our fucking deserts? Mm. Yeah, that's why they were like, it's not making sense. So it's speculated that they were like driven off. But by what or who? Who knows? Maybe they knew the Dene were coming for them. Maybe they just, I don't know. You think they had a feeling that they were. Maybe, but targeted? even then, like, they were stronger. So it just doesn't make sense, you know? So, you know, that's like the first weird fucking thing to happen. And, like, since then, like, you know, the Dene were always speculating and saying that there were, like, hairy, grown men and, like, like magic people that lived in the caves like they told stories about shit that shit and they would say like they would kill people and then there was like monsters and banshees shit like that like weird shit and what's even weirder is that they even said like the animals there were wild like there was documentation that somebody allegedly had said that like he visited like the Dene people one time and like they presented him like this ivory tusk and when he was like where the fuck did you get this from an ivory tusk an ivory tusk so um what's it called so ivory comes from mainly rhinos and elephants okay fun fact for the day yeah so 
they're like where the fuck do you get this ivory right like this ivory tusk the chieftain at the time apparently drew what he, um what the man who had axed had described as a woolly mammoth and it still had like flesh and stuff on the tusk and he said they killed it a couple of months back and this was like in the early 1900s oh so he was like the fuck how would they know what the fuck a woolly mammoth looks like but this is like alleged it's not actual like documented so it's not there's no proof that this actually fucking happened this is like a word of mouth story that i've heard um and then apparently too like when the when that same guy was like asking the dene people like oh um what's like the biggest threat you have to deal out here is it like bears or something like that moose my guy said a fucking lion bro a lion a lion he said he said there was a lion there but like the thing is there's no documented evidence of lions living in that area of fucking canada like at all maybe they all got killed maybe but like that's the thing that's weird about this right because the denny people also stated that there was like and like some explorers stated that there's like a tropical area in nahani valley that apparently is untouched it looks like it's from the tropics random fucking oasis and all that stuff there's fruit there's fucking like uh like you know different animals there's a watering hole all that shit bro but what's weird about it is Nahani Valley, for the most part, is, like, just covered in snow. So that's why they're just like, huh? Now, people think that, you know, it might just be the hot springs that are located in Nahani Valley because they do have hot springs. And, like, maybe that, like, defrosted some of the area and made it look tropical. But still, like, it's weird that they would say it's, like, a giant forest area that's filled with nothing but tropics. And how would they know it's, like, a tropical area if they only live in Canada? And they've never been somewhere, like, tropical. That's true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's uh, that's how I was thinking about it because I was like, that's not making sense. Like, you know? So shit 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 like that it's just like weird little occurrences like that right here and there but whatever so fast forward right so we gonna start talking about people now because okay. this is this is where shit I thought we were talking about we are people. gonna talk about people but this is like to me is funny so it's not funny so there were plenty of disappearances and fucking like deaths in the holly valley one of the disappearances i'm going to talk about right now and then after that i'm going to tell you all about the deaths that they have recorded so the first disappearance that they have listed no because it's so funny like it's not funny but it's funny so like apparently in 1926 right a woman by the name of annie uh lafooty or some shit like that i can't pronounce her last name but essentially i'm gonna just call her annie she was out with her sister and her brother-in-law and like his hunting party so apparently they were gonna go to nahani valley for the bit they were gonna stay in a hunting lodge chill fucking uh vibe for the winter and then like you know when the winter's over they were gonna come back and you know just chill there was like a little vacation they were doing so apparently like um fucking one morning like her sister and like everybody woke up and annie was gone where's annie annie i don't know i don't know where annie is maybe (laughs) so annie are you okay are you okay annie exactly (laughs) so so they're like where the fuck is annie so they start looking for her and mind you this is like a group of like professional hunters and trackers so it shouldn't be fucking hard for them to find annie right so apparently they're they're like tracking her and like as they are tracking her it's a bit hard like 
like for them like for instance uh they'll get to like a cliff and then they won't find any footprints and then like they'll find them like 30 yards away which makes no sense because her footprints should be consistent like how they described it it was as if like she got carried off by the wind yeah carried off by the wind like that's how like hard it was to track her Mm. so they were saying that they were finding like bits and pieces of her clothing here and there so they were like okay maybe something took her right so they keep investigating investigating until they get up to a set of footprints which eventually like ends at like this water's edge right so they're like this isn't making sense because like there's the water edge right and in front of the water there's a sheer cliff that goes up like just straight up vertically so she like there's like it's too hard to climb it's too hard to climb for anybody not even like the men in the group they're just like we don't know how to fucking climb this and mind you like they're professional again hunters and trackers like Mm. they should have some experience with being like you know survivalists so they're just like okay um maybe let's walk around this and like because you know there's no way she could have went straight up bro they went all the way around they found her fucking footprints starting at the top of the fucking like sheer cliff so they they're like this bitch climbed up straight oh yeah that's what they were saying because they were like confused because they're like there's no fucking way so there's more footprints they start following it got like mighty shins i don't know bro mind you this is 1926 there wasn't like nobody was really going out there free climbing cliffs like that, that. yeah but like what's it called the honey valley not that many people would go there like Mm. yeah so they're like the fuck so they start following her fucking footprints and apparently like eventually they just end and like they just found her clothes so they were like you know what there's nothing we could fucking do she's like gone so like apparently they ended up losing track of her (laughs) yeah i swear to fucking god she's just gone yeah because they don't know what the fuck to do bro (laughs) so they're fucking they're like all right whatever let's go to the police because like we need help because this is like this is getting hard Hmm. they fucking go to the police they report her missing and then when they do the police start putting up like posters and shit like that all over the fucking town around this time this is when like this man right his name is um I'm gonna call him Charlie. So Charlie, Charlie. yeah. So Charlie goes up to the police on some, hey, I have some, um, I've I've seen this girl, the missing girl you're talking about. And the police are like, okay, like, you know, tell us your fucking story. Bro, his story is a fucking meme. I swear to God. So this is what happened. (laughs) So Charlie says he was out, like, I think prospecting. So essentially prospecting is like when you're looking for gold, Mm. right? He said he was out there just prospecting. Um, he had set up a tent and like, you know, he was vibing in like, you know, his tent and he put it by, um, like his campsite by like a river. Right. So he's just vibing, sleeping in his fucking tent when out of nowhere, he said he heard the sound of like something hitting the water, like something's falling into the water. Mm -hmm. So he's like the fuck right so he's scared he's thinking like maybe there's like a bear or some shit outside so he gets like you know his fucking gun ready he opens up the tent a little bit to see what the fuck is outside i don't know about you but i'd be too scared to like see something like face to face in front of that tent so he's brave i mean i probably would have done the same but like i probably would have like poked the gun out before i poked my eyes (laughs) like out of a fucking cartoon like um (laughs) what's the guy elmer fudd yeah (laughs) so he's like waiting there like you know slowly peeking and 
This is what I'm saying. It's funny. He said he saw fucking Annie butt-ass naked on all fours climbing up a fucking cliff butt-ass naked. Well, now we know how she did it. And he said she looked like a fucking animal, bro. Like, he was like, her eyes were like, rolled to the back of her head and she was like smirking and she was like, like a shitting grin nah yeah i, I feel like charlie just had shrooms i don't know and, bro and, and, like, he sounded terrified oh my so he was like scared and he was telling the police but the police you know what the police did the police could you imagine hearing this story i would laugh at him i'm not gonna lie i wouldn't believe him but like the police apparently they took down his account and they didn't actually follow up on this oh my god they didn't even I mean, like well, go to check they going to? But, yeah but they could have checked the area he it's said he was like in the, it's not like at the time the forest had like cctv cameras <laughs> no but i'm saying like you know like he said he was in this area they could have checked it like you know benefit of the doubt but the police didn't take him seriously so they never wrote like they, they wrote down his story but they didn't really like follow up with it so that's why i'm like damn because poor annie and what's even funnier about this whole fucking thing is like she was never fucking found and like people were saying oh like she probably bumped into like an like uh, a first nation there and he probably like cursed her and drove her crazy but the thing is like uh, like from all accounts that i found all first nation encounters between like you know normal canadians and like you know the first nations they've been pretty chill so I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So, fast fucking forward. You think they're just, like, blaming uh, the natives for, like, her Annie's disappearance? I mean, they. I feel like everybody always points the finger at the minority, mm-hmm. never the majority. But, anyway, that's not even the weirdest thing. So, years, I want to say years prior, right? So, this is when, like, prospecting was, like, it had its big fucking hype, right? So there are these two men by the name of Frank and Willie McLeod. They're both brothers, right? They're prospectors. Um, One day when they were fucking out in town, I think in like Fort Lear or something like that. I'm not specifically sure what area they were when they met this man, but they met they met like a First Nation trader. And this man was like telling them, oh, you know, um, you know, there's gold fucking located in Bennett Creek, which is located south of Nahani Valley. Right? So it's like the southern part on the Holly Nahani Valley. Okay. So they're like, hmm, I don't know if we should believe you. But they still went anyway because they were like, you know, what do we have to fucking lose? Apparently, it was like a hard fucking trip to get there. So they had to cross like a river, a fucking mountain type shit just to get to like that area because mm. it's pretty deep in the fucking forest. Uh, apparently, as the story goes, they fucking ended up finding, finding, um, gold where that man said in bennett creek so they were like sheesh right they're like damn we found gold maybe we should like paddle down this river and see if we can find more i feel like they just went because they were like we might find gold might yeah so they fucking pushed and they ended up finding more and more gold and apparently like the further they went the more gold they found so they were like damn so so they forgot about annie this is years prior before ben annie oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know what year this is, but I know it's like before 1905. Oh, okay. So and and Annie and Annie went missing in 1926. Oh. I brought her up first because like it's like the weirdest story. Okay. Yeah. So fucking um so the brothers are like, "Damn, we found mad money," right? So until 
uh, when they're in their little raft, right? They're fucking like paddling and then they get up to this fucking waterfall called the Cascade of 13 Drops. 13 my, drops. my thing is, why the fuck would you head in that direction mm. by the, a waterfall by that name? Yeah, I don't, I mean, maybe. The math? Not mathing. They wanted to take a risk. Maybe. So, what's it called? They ended up, like, you know, uh, capsizing their fucking little raft. And because of that, they lost all the fucking gold. Wow. Yeah. I'd be tight. I'd be tight. Yeah. So, they were like, damn. And, you know, they went all the way home to, like, Fort Liard. And while they were there, like, you know, they were trying to be hush-hush about it. But, like, they ended up becoming freaking celebrities because people were like, yo, you found gold? Damn. They could have made it up. Yeah, but how would we know that? Yeah, that's why I said, like, so, how did they become celebrities? So they like, became famous because, you know, back then, it's word of mouth. People believe everybody. Mm. So they're like, damn, you found gold, this, then the third. And then, like, they got so famous at some point that apparently, like, this man, Robert Weir, heard wind of them finding fucking gold. And he's like, hey, I want to join your little expedition if you ever want to go back. And they were like, yeah, fuck it, because we lost our gold. We want to go back for the gold. Mm. Like, we know where it is. So he was like, okay. So, in the spring of fucking 1905, they all decide to go back to the spot where the, the gold was, right? Um, so, it was expected for them to come home by the winter of that year. So, 1905, right? Um, and when they went, uh, people kind of ex- assumed, like, if anything, let's say, like, if they did take a minute to come back, because they were survivalists. They knew how to survive in the wild and stuff. And they were pretty professional and well-versed. Um, like people just thought if anything they'd probably just come back in 1906 um in 1907 mind you two years later after they went off for this fucking expedition there's no fucking sign of them of all three of them there's no sign of them so this is when like the oldest brother of the mcleods uh charlie no relation to any's charlie um he's just like he's just like damn like where are my brothers the fuck so he's like worried and then he ends up leaving the following year. I think he, it took him like a year to prep to like go out. So he ended up going in 1908 to go searching for his fucking brothers and like that guy. So he starts going around asking like, you know, the First Nations that live in that area. He's like, hey, have you seen um, three white men pass through here? And the First Nations are like, um, no, this time the third. Um, but you know, uh maybe you will find them maybe you'll have any fucking luck so he's like okay right he ends up setting up a party um so he leaves from fort liard and mind you fort liard is about a hundred miles southeast from bennett creek so they end up fucking going from there and uh he ends up looking in the direction of where they would have went so while he's fucking checking this fucking area out, because, you know, nobody fucking saw him, and he's paddling down this fucking creek, just like, you know, <laughs> he fucking gets there and he's fucking like, what the fuck? Because he finds a clearing. And in the clearing, it shows like evidence that people have been like living there. So he's like, okay, like this is a good sign. And he ends up finding a fucking sled, um, which allegedly had like writing on it like carved in it and he recognized it as like one of his brothers it doesn't say which brother uh handwriting and it said uh we have found a fine prospect carved into the sled right so that means they fucking found gold yeah yeah but again nobody was anywhere to be found and he thought that was like their campsite yeah all those years yeah so he's like okay like 
this this is here this is a good sign so he's like if they're not here i'm gonna check a little bit further up because maybe you're like you know like some shit happened so they're just stuck here so i'm gonna like paddle up forward so he starts fucking paddling and then he ends up making a discovery of a second fucking camp and mind you it was like in the middle of like this beautiful meadow type shit and when he fucking finds the camp um he finds a fucking bunch of shit he finds a fucking uh first nation compass a rifle fucking like some money a little bit of clothes food all that stuff right and what he also does find is the two fucking lifeless headless bodies of both of his brothers what the fuck yeah and the other guy the other guy robert weir nowhere to be fucking found oh my god and he was like never found by the way so like you know the police end up getting involved in investigating well i would hope so and the police mark it as them dying of starvation and the reason for their heads being gone is that a wolf came by took the head as a snack and left okay then but like i guess yeah but it makes no sense right Mm. So no. it's like, huh? Right? So fucking um and what's I hate when police do that. Like they can't figure out a, a reasonable re- response. So they're just like, yeah, this might have happened. Yeah. So what ends up happening is like Ro- like Charlie's just like the fuck, right? And he ends up like investigating it more cuz he's like this is not making any sense. He ends up f- like figuring out I it's not documented which brother, but one of the brothers was reaching for his rifle like the way his dead body was mm. he was reaching out to grab his rightful so to me that tells me two things they were one being attacked one they were being attacked and two one of them was alive long enough to try to reach to defend himself but was killed before it now there is some like rumors that apparently that like later on charlie ended up fucking finding um robert weir like living on a fucking farm by himself saying how he killed his brothers and like he ended up taking his life after that mm-hmm. but like there's no actual documented proof about this but there's documented proof about everything else so i don't know how true that is but yeah so um and what makes it even funnier is that even after all that shit charlie was saying that like you know he believes that some of the first nation people probably killed them and then ate Robert Weir, and then fucking took his brother's heads. Mm. But, like, his brother, Charlie's brother, Fred, who's, like, their oldest, oldest brother, he was like, oh, Charlie's mad dramatic. So, like, what he's talking about could even be a lie. But the headless thing was true, though. But he's saying, like, you know, him saying that, oh, it was probably First Nation people that killed him. Yeah. It's probably a lie. Yeah. he's was like, theory was... Mm-hmm. So, um... This is where it all keeps piling up so this is the first of many bro so in fucking september 28th 1915 they ended up fucking another fucking headless body yeah 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 1915 bro bro? 10 years later 10 years later so they find the body of martin jorgensen right um he was found 70 miles up river from where they originally found the both of the mcleod brothers headless right so they're like hmm now um i'm just letting you know the 70 miles up river it's the kind of a guesstimation area because there's no 
A guesstimation. Yeah, it's a guesstimation area only because they don't really have it like fully written down. Like it's just guesstimated that it's just 70 miles. They mm-hmm. just don't know like where. But essentially, um, they ended up fucking finding Martin Jorgensen headless just dead there and it's weird too because they didn't report he was dead until 1916 why they wait so long um i'll explain that in a second Mm. so um essentially um that's when they finally decided to notify the police and that's when the police actually documented that he died so that's as far as i got for that but what's wild is about um Martin being dead is that he joined the search party to look for the McLeod brothers years prior. Damn. Yeah. So he ended up dying in the same place he searched. Yeah. Wow. And what's even wild is apparently the last time Martin was seen alive was in 1912. So that's three years prior. His friend fucking saw him at Fort Liard fucking buying like clothes, a rifle and like a hand, like I, I think a revolver. Um, and his friend and him, uh, his friend, I think is the name, uh, Amelie. So essentially he's like, oh, um, yo, you want to go hunting like in the, in the following summer of the next year. So 1913 mm-hmm. and Martin was like, yeah, bro, let's go. So they both agree that like after the winter, cause Martin said he was going to go fucking stay in a fucking lodge and like hunt for the winter. Amelia was like, yeah, I'll meet you up in the fucking summer of 1913 and then we'll go and we'll fucking have fun. Um, Martin never showed up, but Amelia just chalked it up to him just being busy and forgot. Yeah, like like getting stood up and stuff. Yeah, because like back then, like, you know, if nobody showed up, you're just like, okay, like mm-hmm. probably forgot. So um, apparently though, like I think that same year, like 1913, Amelier had reported that he had came across the cabin that they usually stay at together. It was burned to the fucking ground. What the fuck? Yeah, and what's it called? The revolver and the rifle that uh, Martin had bought, that he had saw him bought, that Amelier saw him bought, was next to the cabin, rusted. Oh. Yeah. And so like, Martin clearly wanted, like had some beef with Amelia because he burnt down the whole cabin. No, Amelia didn't burn the cabin. No, no. Martin? Yeah. I don't... His revolver was on the scene. On the floor, rusted. Yeah. But don't you... Why would I... Okay, if I'm purposely lighting something on fire, why would I leave both of my guns and my clothes at the scene? Maybe he was trying to burn them? Burn the evidence? No, because they were left outside of the house. Yeah. So, Amelia reported that to the police. He told them about it. And then they were just like, okay, like, you know. And then he ended up fucking finding, um, I guess, like, reporting it to the police. And then that's when they found, like, Martin's grave. Like, I think a couple of yards away from the cabin. Oh, my God. So, the thing is, it's not and really... And I'm over st- here accusing poor Martin. Yeah. <laughs> so, they're over here trying to figure out... I, like, I'm not sure if... Somebody had buried him. Like, I don't know if Amelia buried him after he found his body and reported it. Or if, like, he was already pre-buried. But essentially, they dug up the grave and that's when they found his body and they realized it was headless. Oh, my. Yeah. So they're just like... this thing taking all these heads? I don't know. So, like, again, you know what the fucking police did? Nothing. They said he died of starvation and his head was taken by what? Say with me wolves yeah so now the next person to be found dead by the way goes by the name of john o'brien 
so now the year like i'm gonna be real was not disclosed so i don't know what fucking year this takes place in but this is a fucking meme so apparently he went he told his friends he's gonna go check his animal traps right Mm because he's a tracker so he fucking said he'll be back in a week um he never fucking showed up so his friends were like the fuck was good they went looking for him they found him frozen fucking solid what do you mean they found him frozen solid sitting in front of a campfire bro like hunched over and you know what the police did they said he died of natural causes well yeah, the math the isn't mathing <laughs> no it's not making sense it's not making sense Bruh. no because like how does that make sense to you frozen fucking solid you know how impossible that is you know how hard it is to freeze a human body in front of a campfire that's what i'm saying (laughs) so now after this the next person to be found was in 1931 his name is bill fucking powers he's also an animal trapper right so he said that he was gonna return to like fort liard he didn't fucking return for a full year so his friends are like yo we need to check up on him they went to the cabin that he always stays at like his cabin it was burnt to the fucking ground, but they found his m- remains sitting and they said he died. Like what? Like it was reported that he was reading a newspaper. What the fuck? When he died. But I don't know about you. It's impossible to burn to death. I think to still be reading. Yeah. Cause like when you're burning alive, you, your unless body he fucking fell asleep, but they said like the way he was like positioned, it looked like mm-hmm. he was like sitting upright. Yeah. So that's why it's like, huh? Mm-hmm. now you see why i'm like this yeah. place is like weird so like you know the weirdness just doesn't stop there now in 1935 never got their fucking names there were two people they were just dropped off in the honey valley <laughs> i didn't get their names because like um i'm not sure if they were if this is like a real account so mm-hmm. i don't want to like name random people and then it turns out they're not even real okay. i tried my best try to dig up information so i'm just gonna say two people for now so they didn't turn up uh, again just like everybody else right um their friends fucking went looking for them and this time they found the cabin another cabin burnt to the fucking ground and there was nobody why, there why why are they attacking all these cabins they're burning them to the ground it's weird right it's an mo yeah so th- they fucking like they just they couldn't find them there was no dead bodies nothing mm. so that's weird yeah like and you know you know what i thought the first thing i thought is okay there must be a fucking serial killer going around right like that's that's the only thing that makes sense because it's around the same time not even a serial killer an arsonist yeah but even then when you're thinking about it right 1931 that's like a couple of years after annie went missing after she went crazy and like scaled the fucking mountains like a fucking spider smirked (laughs) at that poor guy (laughs) (laughs) gave him fucking nightmares bro now see look now me and you we think that's the end right we think that's it no bitch that's why i'm like it's not a fucking serial killer because everything kind of stopped until june 16th of 2005 that reason yeah so there were these two men right one was named david horsey and frederick hardesty right Not so frederick. i'm dead so i'm gonna call him fred and uh david right so apparently what happened was this they had a friend he owned a cabin in honey valley and he was like hey yo bro you guys want to go camping and they were like yeah the fuck so you would think 
like with all the burnt cabins that have been happening but that was in the past in the valley no but like you would have you would have thought like everyone in the town would be like yo don't get a cabin it's like bad karma the shit will burn yeah but it doesn't happen to everybody mm. it's like a handful of people that they have documented but still don't let other people's yuck your yum you know if you want to buy a cabin in a haunted woods go ahead Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway so david and fred are like okay like they tell their friend they're gonna stay at his cabin they go they fucking stay at his cabin mind you stock fucking piled with food water fucking entertainment all that shit even had guns and supplies and shit like that in there right Mm -hmm. and david and frederick apparently they're experienced fucking campers they've camped many times so fucking what ends up happening is this their friend i guess like he was supposed to meet them at the cabin there's not really like so much like information on that but essentially he reports the missing he's like hey i can't find my friends this that and the third um because it's so fucking recent his family and like both of their families mm-hmm. go like looking for them along with like essentially the canada's version of like park rangers and it was so recent that even the police were like, you know what? We're not going to fucking be involved because you guys should probably be able to find them. Um, that is until I think a, like it was presumed that they were lost until 11 days fucking later. They found David's body dead in the middle of the fucking woods. Like I think he was facing face up. But what was weird is people in the fucking search party said that he his arms look like they were burned like something had like grabbed him and like burned his arm oh yeah and like he was dead like no fucking reason for him to be dead but he was just found there right yeah and even then like the fucking people were saying like there was no reason for them to be leaving their cabin so they're like okay yeah we found david dead but like you know fred might still be alive so they go fucking looking for fred bro i literally a fucking week later after they find um david's body so now uh they found david's body on i believe it was uh i think it was the 28th i think or the 26th Mm. one of the two days okay and then they ended up finding fucking um fred's body on july 8th of 2005 oh what they found him floating face down in the water i was hoping they found frederick alive damn i was rooting for him i was rooting for him <laughs> nah but yeah they found face them both down? they found yeah found him face down in the water you know what the police did um they said oh there was no reason for them to leave the fucking cabin they died of natural causes so but this is the thing right the family said that like the police never fully investigated it right like back in the day so they filed like i think recently like two years ago or three like for a petition for them to fucking like reopen the case and investigate like what actually fucking happened and the police responded no essentially and their reasoning was because oh like you know this is how they died they're saying essentially oh Fred died of drowning and um, David died of like hypothermia. And the thing is, the family's not fighting them on how they died. They're just fighting them because they want to know like, you know, what fucking happened. Yeah. And to this day, nobody fucking knows what happened to them. This is my fucking theory. Oh, here we go. So, okay. I'm taking into account, right? Mm. Almost every other account, excluding Annie... And the McLeod brothers, right? Everybody's cabin has been burned. 
at some fucking point. Which I feel bad about, damn. Yeah, but look, right? At first I was like, okay, maybe they are starving and they're going crazy and they're lighting up the fucking cabins. But until David, right? He had the burn marks on his arm. What if, hear me out, there's a fucking like berserker fucking spirit that essentially lights shit on fire if you like take from the fucking valley or something like a ghost or something Hmm. and like will kill you and burn you like an entity like protecting the land yeah and like what if like it's claim to fucking like you know know that your dead is ripping your head off Hmm. yeah because for me that would explain the mcleod brothers and like the other cases where they did find headless men but then again it doesn't explain the man who was found like dead of hypothermia that's the like like frozen to death i don't i can't explain that i don't think anybody can because like it would for me it would make sense because like that would explain why fred was found in the water maybe he was escaping something that had to do with fire Mm -hmm. and that's why his friend probably had the burn marks on his arms I don't know. It sounds weird. In the articles, did they, like, describe if, like, the decapitations were, like, clean? Or, Apparently like, they were did clean. it look like a bite? That's why they were, like, blaming wolves. Well, the thing is, every time they found the bodies headless, it was, uh, like, there was no flesh. Like, there, it was only just bone left. Oh. So, like, that's they why they can't... They couldn't be able to tell? They couldn't be able to determine if it was, like, a rip or, like, a separation, you know? Oh, my God. Unless they found, like bone fragments that would prove that but even then they didn't they just the whole head was gone Mm. so they're just assuming like wild animals took it off which isn't i I don't want to say it isn't far-fetched only because there is documented evidence of like animals in nahani valley that have like it shows that they're actually grown two times bigger than animals that we see so for instance like there was documentation of by this couple, which like one of the areas in the Honey Valley is like named after. I can't remember their fucking names, unfortunately, but like you guys can look this up. Um, they said that they were on the riverbank just fucking around and then they saw this black bear and they said it was acting weird. They were like black bear fucking acting mad weird. <laughs> and they they looked closely. It was a fucking porcupine. What do you mean? That was like the size of, of a like black a bear of a baby black bear. And they're small. Porcupines are like mass small. Well, it's time to move. <laughs> yeah. And like apparently too, there was like another time that somebody had documented like finding like I think a caribou or a moose, one of the two. Not a caribou. But like its antlers were like, they said like 12, measured up to 12 feet. Mm. And that's big. Shit. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like Nahani Valley's weird. And what's is. even weirder is the governor of Canada, I believe, or something like that. You need his express permission if you want to like go there. Yeah. Like um because you were I think that earlier how it's like Yeah, because there was a guy um I think in the 80s or the 90s. He wanted to explore the caves cuz Nahani Valley has mad fucking caves. Like I think like 280 caves and a lot of them are on cliff sides. So that means they're like about like 180 feet in the fucking air. Shit. So he was discovering and he was looking through them and in one of them which he named after his daughter valerie apparently he found like 2800 or like 280 corpses of fucking sheep just there and it's impossible for them to get in there like nobody has any explanation of why their bones were found there that's odd yeah Yeah. there's weird 
And they, like, the bones dated back to, like, BC times. What the fuck? That's maybe. what I'm saying. It makes no sense. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe somebody, like, put the sheeps there and that was, like, their hiding spot for their sheeps. Maybe, but, but like, even then it doesn't make sense. Why the fuck <clears throat> would you go to the side of a cliff? It's a good hiding spot. I Underneath guess. a cliff, bro. Like, it's in the middle. Like, this is the cliff on the top, in the middle of fucking cave, and then all the way down sheer bottom. I don't know, my guy. I'm trying to Nothing make makes sense. logic. No, there's no logic. There's no <laughs> fucking logic. That's why I told you this fucking, this fucking, like, whole place is, like, fucking with me. This is why I was telling, I had told Allison in the beginning of the week, I was like, if I could, I would hire, like, a group of fucking 100 people to investigate, like, national parks. And, like, divvy them up into, like, little groups and shit. Oh, that's why you were telling me Yeah, that. because it was <laughs> pissing me the fuck off. I was like, there's no fucking way that nobody has any information about this fucking place. I'd be scared of what I find. Like, what I want to go. Like, eyes come back to I'm going to be real. Like, I want to go. Mm. I'm cra- be- I want to go to Nahani Valley. I'm crazy. Mm. I mean, I'm not scared of, like... I think I'm, like... I think the things I'd be scared of is, like, finding, like, big-ass, like, creatures. For me, I'd be afraid of finding something that my brain wouldn't be able to comprehend. Mm. Like, I could comprehend a giant overgrown bear and shit like that. Like, imagine, But, like, like, finding, like, for instance, like, a fucking banshee. Bitch, I'd kill myself. Imagine (laughs) those PIs that you hire, right? Like, hypothetically in this scenario. Yeah. The PIs that you hire bring you back a whole skinwalker in, like, a cage. Like, how would you react? (laughs) A skinwalker in a cage? I kind of laugh. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, my God. Because, like, I'm gonna get cursed. Like, honestly, (laughs) this this is what I would do. I would hire 100 people. 50 of them would be trained, like, survivalists, killers, and trackers. The other 50 would be scientists, photographers, um, doctors, and fucking, like, uh, like, I don't know, animal experts, essentially. And I would have them work in teams. And I would even have, like, spelunkers and people who know how to, like, climb caves and stuff like that. Like, the rock climbing team, mm-hmm. essentially. I'd have them investigate the caves. I'd have the rest investigate different parts of the valley because it's not making sense and i would like i'm superstitious as fuck i would give them all silver fucking bullets (laughs) like dipped in holy water and covered in like ash because Mm. apparently if you want to kill a skinwalker by the way or a wendigo or whatever like that if you this is what it was believed if you take silver and you cover it in like white ash that should be able to kill it but the thing is you need to drive it either through their heart or like through their brain mm-hmm. and take out like their but brain. white ash of what just white ash in general oh yeah okay. but yeah that that was a wild ass tale i told you nahani valley is crazy like i heard about it by accident i was like on my way to work and like i had um what is it called the random play thing on fucking youtube Auto like play. autoplay mm-hmm. and it just started playing and i was like what the fuck i'd like to thank uh the paranormal scholar by the way um lore lodge um and google for all of my google (laughs) for all of my um you know uh information Mm -hmm. your research yeah so all right well i also wanted to talk about another topic okay 
So I actually wanted to talk about this unsolved case I found recently. Have you ever heard of, like, the mad gasser of Mattoon? No. So during, like, the mid-1940s in Mattoon, Illinois, Uh this guy ran around gassing people's houses. My guy was a menace. What do you mean gassing people's houses? Like, Like, throwing tear gas or, like, taking, like, a... Like, like, well, let me get into it. Okay. Okay. So the first report of uh, the Mad Gasser was from a woman named Eileen Kearney, I think. I'm sorry if I'm butchering the name, but she said that she was putting her daughter to bed, right? Mm-hmm. And when, like, while she was putting her daughter to bed, she started to like smell this weird, like, sweet scent. Sweet. Yeah. Like, uh, she just described it kind of like flowers Mm. because like the window was open so she was like oh it's probably like the flowers from my garden so like she just like uh shrugged it off right like Uh she didn't pay any mind to it until like suddenly like my guy dropped to the floor (laughs) completely paralyzed right but luckily she lived with like one of her sisters so like she called her sister to like come help her (laughs) stop laughing (laughs) So anyways, later that day, uh, her husband came home and he noticed like a random guy just like in dressed in dark clothing, like standing beside like one of their open windows. So her husband, right, like as a man should, started chasing that random ass guy. Yeah. But like he wasn't fast enough. So he got away. Okay. So the carnies called the police, right? Uh-huh. But the police couldn't find anyone. So... Uh, so the police, like, um, they interview her, right? And, like, Mm -hmm. while they're talking to her, um, the paralysis subsides, like, after, like, half an hour. Damn. Yeah. But the next morning, like, she still complained that her lips, like, continued to burn. So I don't know what she was smelling, but, like... To burn her lips? Yeah, like, it completely paralyzed her, and, like, it just, like... That's weird. Anyways. So... Uh, since the police weren't able to help, the Kearneys went to the Mattoon Journal Gazette. Uh-huh. I actually fuck with that name, but anyways. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it made front page news because like the story's wild. So the the locals started speculating that the smell was like some poisonous gas that the prowler like intentionally gassed the house to like rob them while she was like unconscious, which kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. So since the the story got around, people started calling the mad the mad the the man the mad gasser of Mattoon and ever since they gave this guy the nickname a lot of people started reporting paralysis vomiting coughing up blood and all of them like reported to smell like a sweet scent before having any of the s- symptoms mm-hmm. another report by like some guy named Mr. Reef so like that's the only name I could find so that's what I'm gonna call him mm-hmm. <clears throat> said that in the early hours of the morning, the night before the incident at the current news, he was, like, woken up by, like, a similar smell that he couldn't place. So he wakes his he wakes up his wife, and she thinks it's, like, the stove, so she goes to get up to, like, check the stove, but, yeah. like, she realizes, like, she can't move at all. What the fuck? Yeah, so, like, she's like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. First bitch dropped to her knees, the second bitch is like, wait a minute... <laughs> Yeah, it isn't funny. Guys, we laugh because we're anxious. <laughs> we're not laughing because we think this is funny. Nah, but like it's also wild. Yeah. Anyways, but when she like realizes she couldn't move, so, like Mr. Rafe like is like fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> but like he can't move either, so he's like, fuck. 
So, but like Mr. Rafe like got the worst of it because like he started like violently vomiting. Ooh. But like when I heard the story, I was like kind of grossed out because like if you're paralyzed and you can't move, but like you're violently vomiting. Are you just like vomiting in place? So like I was kind of grossed out. Well, when maybe I saw that. if he's facing forward, maybe he's like projectile vomiting. Maybe he's like shooting out. But it's also wild because you could like die that way. No, if you vomit too much, yeah, you could choke on your vomit. Yeah, actually. you could choke on your own vomit. But I mean, he, he lived. He did. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Good. Anyways. <laughs> okay, so a few after all of um, a few hours, or um. Sorry, so that's, like, the end of Mr. Reef's report. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, a few days after, like, Mr. Reef's report, though, like, a, a couple, Mr. and Mrs. Cords, reported coming home and finding, like, um, like a random cloth on their porch. The fuck? And for some reason, I guess she's, like, a genius or whatever, a but genius. Mrs. Cords picks up the cloth and she sniffs it, right? And... Because <laughs> that's what you do, right? <laughs> Why no. did she smell it? It's mad fucking weird. I don't know. That, yeah, because like, I don't know. I wouldn't do this that. This is a weird but... thing to do. The first thing you do is see a piece of paper on the floor. Like a no, piece it was of clothing. Like a, it was like a hanky. Like a rag? Yeah, it was like, like a hanky. Yeah, but that's mad weird. Like, there's this <laughs> random ass rag that I've never seen in my house. The fact that her man let her do that. Like, yeah, go ahead, sniff it. <laughs> <laughs> What's it smell like? Bro. <laughs> Anyways, so obviously, like, there was something on the rag. Yeah. So she became instantly sick. And, like, when she reported this to the police, like, since they had a rag, like, the police, like, took it in for analyzing, but the rag came back with, like, no traces of poison on it. So they had no types of answers for her. But she insisted, like, uh, she was like, nah, like, the rag was the thing that made me sick, because I guess, like, they started, like, questioning her, like, oh, did you eat something? Uh -uh." (laughs) Right? But, yeah. Stupid So she insists... And then after the cords case, like more more reports started coming in about like these like suspicious gas poisonings Wait, and a creepy man lurking but, outside of people's but you houses. But know, you know what's weird though? She found the rag, right? Why didn't mm. they look into people who bought a rag recently? I don't know. And like Why stuff like that. Who would have a rag things? like that in their house? Because <laughs> you know, you could go to door to door and be like, hey, do you recognize this rag? Yeah, I, don't, I mean at the time though but here here you go i'm about to give you the reason okay (laughs) so like at the time like they couldn't do anything because like um this was like back in the day so like the mattoon police force was like a man of 10 like there was only 10 cops on the police force. i bet you was one of them damn cops bro (laughs) (laughs) ain't no fucking way no way anyways so uh but like luckily like since this went viral technically mm-hmm. like uh soon like they were joined by the state police and the army chemical warfare service oh yeah because like it's a gas situation yeah so. so even with all that all of that help people were still like paranoid and started to form like groups and like you know like riots mm-hmm. you remember like the pitchforks and yeah. stuff to find the mad gasser themselves uh, it got so bad that the police ordered, like, the amateurs p- patrols, they call it, because, like, they weren't police, mm-hmm. to stop, and reports still continued, though. Um, so, uh, but they, f- uh, luckily, like, they finally found evidence. Like, they, uh, the police found, I guess, like, once they were, like, following up on another report, yeah, they f- the police found uh, footprints that they believed to belong to the Mad Gasser, but since, like, they couldn't, like, confirm it yeah and they couldn't like they couldn't essentially identify the footprints yeah they couldn't connect it to anyone yeah 
Anyways, um, so, like, like I said, like, the story went viral, and, like, a lot of people started making their own reports, Mm -hmm. and the police would follow up with a lot of them, but, like, of course, like, since this was, like, something that went viral, a lot of people started to make false claims, so... Yeah, because it's a placebo back. Yeah, like, because of the false claims, like, people were like, ah, this is a hoax, like, they haven't found anybody, uh, like, this is all fake, like, so... So, the police, like, even started to believe, like, this was a hoax themselves, because, like, they started, like, following up on so much and, like, finding so little. Mm -hmm. So, they started to believe it. Even a politician actually started gaslighting the citizens, (laughs) like, claiming that this was just, like, mass hysteria and a waste of resources. So, like, they were telling people to, like, just stop. Yo, what the fuck (laughs) is up with, like, people in power gaslighting the people who are like, yeah, this is Mm -hmm. happening to us, and they're like, no, it's fucking not. The fuck? (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, like, when I saw that, like, that a politician went, like, in front of cameras to, like, tell, like, the people of Mattoon to, like, stop, because, like, yellow lying. I was like, bruh. This reminds me of the fucking, uh, the Spring Hill Jack case that we talked about last episode, where, where the guy was like, oh, the women are just going through mass hysteria. <laughs> it's the same shit, bro. That is. So, anyway, like, after a few weeks, yeah. um, after, like, they got gaslit to like stop the <laughs> reports so the reports died down obviously but the last report of the mad gasser was like on september 13th 1944 mm-hmm. a man came uh, like claimed to see a prowler fleeing his house now this i don't um i i think like this is just like bs but but he described to see a prowler to to spot a prowler like to be a woman dressed as a man and she left footprints outside his window but after that that was like the only case a woman yeah you know, no that like sense the, the reason why no the reason why i believe this is bullshit because like he was married so i feel like he was he just like had like someone at his house and he said it was, i like, mean maybe prowler. but like why would he report it to the police you know I don't know. I don't know. Why don't people do a lot of stuff back in the day? I mean, yeah, that's true. But yeah. That's m- wild. Even even after all of this, like, the police had no suspects. They didn't charge anyone and they couldn't, they didn't make any arrests because they couldn't find anybody. So yeah, that's wild, though. Yeah. It was like a wild goose chase back in the 40s. Damn. Mm-hmm. You know, it's wild that that was happening around the same time that the people in fucking, um, the honey valley were like dying and shit that's wild oh yeah. fuck i didn't even click yeah, that it's crazy oh well bro the 1900s that. were crazy <laughs> fucking spring hill jack was running around fucking london fucking it, shit was going down in canada with the nahani valley mm. fuck uh, fucking uh, the gasser, gasser the bro, mad in gasser illinois. <laughs> in, the, in illinois of all places bro yeah. ain't nothing fucking happened in illinois well that shit except for the mad gasser you know you know who i think it was i think it was probably a woman because it would explain the handkerchief and to explain why it was like hard for people to catch them mm. because like if it's like okay let's say if there's a woman outside of your house right and you think it's a grown man waiting there she could run off take off her clothes real quick she's back to being a girl true, and you're you're true. thinking in your head i'm looking for a man because like the police thought like like the police like gave up on it and mm-hmm. they started to tell people oh this is a hoax uh uh-uh. so like all the reports that like i just listed <coughs> like they're like saying some basically it's like people reported this but like we don't believe it to be true yeah so so there's no actual factual evidence that this actually did happen Mm -hmm. but aside from the police reports that's actually crazy that's funny that's funny as fuck though 
It's crazy how they only had 10 police guys. I mean, back then, there was like only, what's it called? In certain places of the world, like, you'd be lucky if, like, the police department had, like, more than, like, three people working there that weren't fucking related. (laughs) That weren't related. I'm serious, because most of the time it would be, like, the grandfather, Mm -hmm. the son, and then, like, his son type Mm -hmm. shit. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, guys, that's crazy. I hope you enjoyed this, today's episode uh, yeah. as long as it was. Again, sorry for the hiatus, but a little bit. We we kind of switched it up a little supernaturally. Yeah, we gave you guys something spooky. Maybe um, <laughs> maybe like don't let the shit eat you up mm-hmm. at night though, because I let it eat me up at night, and like honestly, I have more questions than answers. But um, let us know, like you know, what you guys fucking thought about mm-hmm. it. Follow uh, us on fucking Instagram. Actually, I wanted to apologize to the podcast audience. Oh, why? Because like in previous episodes, at the end, we're always like, leave a comment, tell us what you thought. Oh yeah, because we have but no on, to fucking you guys to like write on. But on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, like they can only leave. Yeah. Reviews. So if you guys want to leave us but, some comments. I was going to say, you guys could follow our TikTok, which is Vice Versa Podcast, or you guys could also follow us on fucking Instagram and Twitter if you want. Um, Also, Vice Versa Podcast. That's V-I-Z-E-V-E-R-Z-A Podcast. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I'm glad you spelled that. (laughs) Yes, no problem, guys. Just in case, you know? I know we spell that like Vice Versa, but... it's cause just put a Z. Just yeah, remember just put the, the Z's. Z's. Just remember the Z's, mm-hmm. because we be sleeping. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. Yeah. Share again. Share this around. Leave a mm-hmm. comment if you guys want us to discuss stuff. You mm-hmm. know, feel free to leave a comment on either on our, our tweet TikTok on our TikTok. Um, I think I have the Obama clip video up there. Yeah. So if you guys want to check that out, go ahead. Um, yeah, the million dollars butt yeah. segment that we did. But don't worry, we will be uploading um as much as possible on tiktok to like you know get yeah, us out we just there. took a little break for the holidays yeah and even though like um the only tiktok we have up there right now is, is the, the obama one which literally has nothing it doesn't to do matter with- you could leave whatever comment yeah uh, whatever thoughts you want to leave for us yeah yeah and we'll interact with you guys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right so that's it guys i think we're gonna wrap it up yeah so thank you so much for listening and tuning in uh join us fucking next week oh my god we never said the episode number for today i just realized we didn't no it's episode eight by the way guys i think episode eight i hope it's episode eight i think fingers (laughs) crossed (laughs) fucking episode 10 bro (laughs) oh my god i think i'm pretty sure it's episode eight i mean we could could, Uh, hold on allison's like searching and stuff we could check real quick. Yep. Episode, episode eight. eight. Yeah. Yay. Eight. 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 Anyways. Okay. Um, um, yeah. But yeah. Thank uh, you so much for listening. Yeah. Uh, if you made it all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys the homies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh soon we're probably going to be having um guests on the show so Mm -hmm. well you guys i mean you guys will just see it when not super soon but soon yeah but soon trust me Mm -hmm. and yeah that's it that's it all right bye bye guys